0: Welcome to Notch Average Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, a.k.a. T.G. This podcast is going to be about mainly focused on sports, of course, but there will be some aspects of life thrown in here and there. You never know what can happen. This podcast could end up anywhere, really. But the main goal is to focus on sports and give a, lo- a new perspective on life, And just something new that you haven't heard before. So, before I get into the sports, I want to address something that that hurts me personally. So, a couple days ago, we had the mass shooting down in Virginia Beach. And I want to send my thoughts to the Virginia Beach community down there. It, this is a terrible tragedy that should not have happened. And we need to do better as human beings to make sure that these tragedies don't take place within our communities. It gets me personally because I, it, I just want the world to be able to love each other and coexist we just need to do a better job of we we just need to do a better job of loving each other and getting along with one another. There's no need for violence. It really is unnecessary and we it just doesn't need to be in our world. Now, yeah. I understand we can't get rid of it a hundred percent. That's Things will happen I get it But People need to learn to get rid of their hate Push it away And just lock it away Because there's no need To hate someone So bad To commit acts of violence Such as mass shootings Or anything along that Line Of violence it's really unnecessary and i really wish it would stop it's not it's just not what the the world should be about it really isn't it has no place in this world and like i said we need to do a better job of being better human beings and making sure that this does not happen what t- measures that takes i don't know i can't really say for sure what needs to happen to make sure that these things don't happen, but it's just unnecessary and it's really a waste. Anyway, moving on. Our first segment about sports is about the NCAA softball tournament. Fun fact Yesterday was semifinal Sunday and UCLA took on Washington in the first game of the day, went to extra innings. Rachel Garcia, the two time reigning national player of the year hits a three run walk off home run in the bottom of the 10th to send her team to the championship series starting tonight. Now, that game was fantastic to watch. The defensive plays being made were outstanding. Pitching, outstanding. Rachel Garcia found a way to get people out when they were on base in clutch situations. Now, let's not discount Taryn Alvelo and Gabby Plain either. They threw absolutely magnificent game. It To be 0-0 going to the bottom of the 10th, that's just fantastic pitching. Pitching wins and championships in college softball And it's great to see I mean, I firsthand got to see it as JMU softball As I am a student manager Or was a student manager Now graduated Got to see firsthand in the Super Regionals At UCLA They are a team worthy of a championship For sure Now The second game of the day, Oklahoma and Alabama, Alabama had to win twice in order to make it to the championship finals tonight. Well, they they took the first game in the bottom of the eighth with a pinch hit single by Caroline Hardy, and they walked it off to force this, if necessary, game later that night, later last night. And once again, pitching outstanding defensive plays, outstanding pitching and defense win championships. I'll say it again. It's just something that is number one for college softball. If you want to win national championships, pitching and defense in order to be the best, you have to have pitching and defense. Now in the, if necessary game between Alabama and Oklahoma, we saw a little more offense as the Alabama did not start their freshman phenom Montana Fouts in the circle, which I get she had thrown 266 pitches the night previously and in that first game. So I get it. I understand the decision. I understand it. I don't, I don't particularly like the decision personally, but I understand that she can't – she just f- physically cannot throw that many pitches in that amount of time. It, it was a hard turnaround for them, that's for sure. I mean, having to deal with the rain delays the, on Saturday to, and to have to play until midnight or later, essentially, it's not an easy task. That's for sure. The fact that Alabama even forced an if-necessary game with Oklahoma is quite impressive in my mind. But that's just how it goes. So, that being said, national championship preview, best two out of three, UCLA versus Oklahoma. The best offense and defense... best, Best offense and best pitching in the nation versus the two-time reigning national player of the year. Honestly, the storylines here write themselves. If you are not excited for this UCLA-Oklahoma National Championship, then you're crazy. Because you're going to get an absolutely fantastic matchup between Rachel Garcia and G. Juarez and Mariah Lopez. The, those two those pitchers there are gonna be doing everything they can to throw off hitters such as Bubba Nichols Rachel Garcia herself um, Sidney Romero Jocelyn Allo. I mean the name the superstars that are in this game is just fantastic and or in these at least two games anyway It's fantastic. I mean, it it writes itself. You you just can't... UCLA, Oklahoma. UCLA is a very storied program, part of a conference that is used to winning national championships, but hasn't had one since 2011. Mm, Well, Oklahoma, on the other hand, is very recent success. Uh, they had they have two of the three last national champions, and they lost in the semifinals last year. They've been to the semifinals four straight years been to the national ch- championship finals three of the last four years. That's success right there and that's something that you can build upon and you can recruit players that want to be a part of that going forward so that you can maintain. Success and get to these championship finals year after year after year. Which. Uh, since I'm now graduated with from JMU softball and as a manager for them. I'm excited to I'm going to throw in a little shout out to them. Shout out to the Jamie softball team. If you happen to be listening to this whenever this uh, gets distributed out there. Love you guys. Um, I'm excited to see what they have in store for the future. Only losing Megan Good, a finalist for Player of the Year, basically every year she was a a part of this team. I'm excited to see what they can do next year and moving forward. It's going to be a fun time, that's for sure. Moving on from softball, we're going to move on to college baseball now. Yesterday saw Grand Slams, walk-offs, major comebacks, and it was quite fun to watch, not going to lie. Texas A&M was down eight runs to West Virginia, and they come back and hit a walk-off Grand Slam. You can't write drama like that. I mean, that is just fantastic stuff. Now, we still have, let's see, one, two, three, four. Five? Is it uh, one, two, three, four, five, six? Six regionals are still going on today. Five winner take all games going to the Supers. And then you have the Greenville regional where East Carolina needs to beat Campbell twice today to go to the Super Regionals next weekend or this coming up weekend. And there's some good matchups out there. Yukon, um, Oklahoma State is bound to be a great matchup. Michigan Creighton, they had a heck speaking of comebacks, Creighton was down seven to four in the top of the ninth last night and scored seven runs in the top of the ninth to take the lead 11 to 7 and win that game. That was absolutely incredible to watch. Now, it was late. I was getting a little um, irritated, shall we say, that the fact that this game was taking a long time, but it was a, it was fantastic to watch regardless, no matter how you draw it up. Um, my uh, Let's see who we got in the Supers. Um, Vanderbilt, the number two national seed, made it through. Duke made it out of the West Virginia regional somehow. Um, Texas Tech made it out of their regional. Arkansas made it out of theirs. Mississippi State made it out of theirs. Ole Miss out of theirs. LSU out of theirs. Florida State went into Georgia and absolutely kicked butt. It was a fantastic game. Well, not. Okay, I shouldn't say that. It wasn't a fantastic game. They completely destroyed Georgia both of the times they played them and It was quite impressive, but Florida State will go to LSU next for the Super Regionals. Um, UNC made it through their regional, go Tar Heels. Um, Auburn took out Georgia Tech to be able to go to the Super Regionals, and Auburn will be traveling to Chapel Hill to take on UNC in the Super Regionals. We got Ole Miss, Arkansas Super Regional. Um. I don't think anything else has been – Vanderbilt and Duke. Uh, I've received Vanderbilt getting through that. Uh, Vanderbilt's my pick to win the national championship, personally. I haven't watched a lot of college baseball this year, but if I had to pick one baseball team to win the national championship, I would would put my money on Vanderbilt. Uh, mm, Speaking of that, let's go back for a minute to UCLA Oklahoma softball national championship. Um, my prediction, personally, I want UCLA to win this series just so I can say that Jamie softball lost to the national champions. But I do see this going to the third game on Wednesday. Um, and in that third game, I just see Oklahoma winning personally. I, Oklahoma, UCLA's offense can let you down at times. Now, whether that's due to great pitching or just not being able to hit the ball, I mean, who's to say? But Oklahoma just has the absolute, I mean, Oklahoma's looked beatable in this World Series. They have. That first game against Alabama, Alabama had them on the ropes. Very easily could have walked away with that win. Now they looked good against Oklahoma State I'll give them that that they 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 powered through Oklahoma State for sure but then Alabama walked it off on them they let Alabama hang around pretty much every game So Oklahoma has looked beatable in this World Series. UCLA on the other hand hasn't really looked beatable there's just something about this Oklahoma team. These seniors are trying to go out with three national championships in four years. I think Oklahoma gets it done in three games. And it's at least I could, it, if, and then if that happens, at least I can say that JMU softball lost to the national runners up in the super regionals. I mean, that's incredible in and of itself, really. But anyway, moving on to Major League Baseball now. Uh, my Cubbies, man. I don't know what's going on with them. They've lost 12 of their last 16 games. And the pitching is there. I, Cole Hamels, Hugh Darvish, Jose Quintana, John Lester, um... Whoever the heck our fifth option is right now. The pitching is there. The offense and the ability to drive in runs is not. Case in point, last night, the Cardinals beat the Cubs 2-1. to one. Um, Wainwright walked seven batters. And the Cubs only got two hits off of him during his eight innings pitch those are not good numbers. You need to be able to drive runs in. I get it. It's it's it is it is the beginning of June. Yes. But if we're looking forward to the playoffs down the road in October, you need to be able to put get runners on first and foremost, which it seemed like the Cubs did yesterday. And you got to be able to have the clutch hitting to get them home. That's it's the same thing going back to the softball or softball earlier in this podcast. You have to be able to hit the ball in the clutch. It's just you have to drive runners in when they're in scoring position. You, you just can't not do it and expect to win games clearly with the Cubs and the Cubs are now a game and a half back on the Brewers in the NL Central and I just don't know what's going on with them right now. They they've lost their mojo a little bit after building a lead on the Brewers in the Central and I think they're getting a little complacent from an offensive standpoint the pitching is definitely there. I, that's not the problem for them. Um another thing the Yankees have won 9 or 10 series in a row now. They're getting hot and that's dangerous for the league, I'm not going to lie. Personally, I think the Yankees have won too many World Series, but they're starting to, they're starting to look like the Yankees of old and looking like a serious contender for the AL pennant. Speaking of the in the playoffs let's look at some surprise teams that have emerged right now the biggest surprise to me right now is is the minnesota twins leading the al right now that is shocking to me i could not have expected this season from the minnesota twins and the fact that the twins are at would be the number one seed in or the number one team in the AL playoffs right now. It just it just blows my mind. But they're doing it like Jamie Softball does. They hit dingers. And that wins games. For the most part, at least during the regular season it does anyway. Now we'll see if they can keep up this frenetic home run pace and carry it over for the rest of the season and into the playoffs. But they have been a pleasant surprise to me. I just didn't see it coming, honestly. They got some good players out there now. They they, they finally got them some players that can make them at least have a, the good season. Now, I wouldn't necessarily consider this team a surprise, But the Tampa Bay Rays being in the first wildcard spot in the AL right now, that is, uh, it is a little shocking to me. But, I mean, the Rays showed flashes last year that they can be able to get wins and be able to do things like this. So, it's good to see. But the playoffs right now would be the Twins is the one, the Astros is the two, the Yankees is the three, and the Rays and Rangers would play each other in the wild card game to face the Twins. The NL, we got Dodgers at the one, Brewers at the two, Phillies at the three, Cubs and Braves playing in the wild card game to face the Dodgers in the DS. If I had to go out on a limb right now, um I'd say the World Series is going to be the Dodgers versus the Yankees, and I'd have the Dodgers coming out of that in six. That's just my early take. That will obviously evolve as the season goes on, but for now, we'll look at the Dodgers-Yankees World Series, in my opinion. Now, moving on to the Stanley Cup Finals, um, the Bruins are up two games to one on the St. Louis. The Boston Bruins are up two games to one on the St. Louis Blues. The St. Louis Blues hosted their first Stanley Cup final game at home in nearly 50 years, and what happened? The Bruins completely dumped on them 7-2. to two. They had to pull Jordan Bennington, their goalie, and that was just – it wasn't fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. But I will say – I believe the Blues come back and win game four tonight to tie the series at two going back to Boston. But that having been said, I do believe the Boston Bruins will come out as the Stanley Cup final champions when all is said and done. I think they'll do it in game seven as well. I think the Blues, dealing with their injuries and whatnot, they can get enough going to at least force the game seven back in Boston. But anyway, that's just my personal take. Anyway, now moving to another finals, the NBA finals. We're going to look at game two last night as their Warriors tied up the series. Is Clay Thompson's hamstring healthy? I don't know. It didn't look good last night. I'm not gonna lie to you. It, that could be huge moving forward if they don't have Kevin Durant either. The Warriors minus KD and Clay, the Raptors should be able to win this series easily if they can't play. I'm not. It's just that's the simple fact. I don't know, and they also lost, and the Warriors also lost Kevon Looney last night. That doesn't help either. But I think KD will be able to return maybe game four or five. I think the Warriors do pull this out. I think it'll go six. But I think the Raptors are giving them a lot more fight than they the Warriors originally expected. That's for sure. Kawhi hasn't had the gr- I mean, he had a great game, too, with 34 points, 14 boards. But 16 of those points came from the free-throw line because he was 16 of 16 at the free-throw line. He hasn't had a great shooting series so far. I don't know if that's going to change in Oakland, but it's going to be nice to see Oracle Arena get its final bow. That's for sure. Get At least see it get some more playoff, get more finals games before it, the Warriors move into their new arena. Now, moving to the NFL a little bit, um, the big story out of this year, this week, excuse me, is the Packers head coach Matt Lafleur tore his Achilles playing basketball. Why are these freak accidents happening to the to athletes and coaches? They just want to play some basketball, and then all of a sudden they tear their Achilles, and they have to have surgery or they're just injured as they're l- I mean let's just look at John Wall. <laughs> I don't even that I mean that's rough for Washington fans. The, just seeing John Wall not play for ever, really, it feels like is it can't be fun. I mean these freak injuries are just insane. Really and I think these freak injuries are just gonna have to happen, and these teams are just gonna have to deal with them as they come. That's unfortunate that the head coach, the head coach of the team tore his Achilles. That's crazy in my I mean, it, it just blows my mind. Uh, the last sports topic I have for today is are players worth 300 million dollar contracts? My answer simply, No, athletes should not be paid that much. You, you just can't. Athletes should not be played, paid that much money just to play a sport. I don't care how good they are at that sport. They do not, should not be getting contracts for 10 plus years and 300 plus million dollars. Bryce Harper certainly isn't worth it, first off. Mike Trout is definitely worth it, but I don't like these contracts. They don't need to be paid that much. This essentially may means they're set for life as long as they don't spend it. But I digress. Anyway, I the athletes do not deserve $300 million contracts. I'll leave that there. A little pop culture for you can avengers endgame dethrone avatar for the most money made worldwide ever honestly they're only 75 million away it's very close and i think they can do it as long as they keep it the keep it in theaters till the let's let's say the middle of june i think they can get there I'll, I'll have a better indication this weekend after I look at the numbers. But should we, should we be spending our money and time elsewhere from this, too? Honestly, the following that these movie, the MCU has gotten throughout the years is incredible. I am personally thankful for it because I love superheroes, and I love the fact that these movies are killing the game. But should we be investing all of our time and money into this? Maybe not. There are more important things out there than superheroes in these movies. I can personally attest to that. I mean, personally, it's just I've built such a following with them. I love them. I do. But there are more important things by us. Of course, there are more important things out there. Like your loved ones, your family, your friends, obviously. Your inner circle. Those that you interact with. And this leads me to come back. To, we need to be better people again. Coming back all the way full circle. Love each other. Give your friends and family everything you have. Give them all your heart. of everything you have. There's nothing wrong with saying, I love you guys and I'm going to do anything I can to make sure that you're good and that you're happy and that you're living life to your best potential. There's nothing wrong with that. Just go out there, give your friends and family, the ones you love, everything you've got, 100%. And the world is going to start to be a better place if we can pass that along. Simply put, I'll leave that alone for now. I'll come. I might come back to that later. But first, a little. As I have a minute left, um, a little bit about me. I'm. My name is Tyler Gregory. Graduate. Just graduated from James Madison University with a bachelor's of science in sports and recreation management and a, biz, a minor business minor. Uh, student manager for the Jamie softball team for the last three years. Love them. They were, they were my love. They were my loves. I love them. I gave them everything I had and it showed in how we interacted with each other. Um, sports superhero fanatic, of course, like I've mentioned before, um, That's just a little bit about me, and this is the Not Your Average Sports Podcast, and we are signing off here. We hope to have a daily podcast, but I can't be sure of that. I will try my best, and thank you for listening.